Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD Studio in Austin, Texas. Sitting next to my co-host, Sally Young. Sally, how we doing? I'm having a great morning. Are you? I'm not sure that Dave is. Well, he got pulled over on his way here. Yeah, Dave, tell us about it. I got pulled over on my way here. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm, I'm actually having a fine morning. I didn't get a ticket. That's important. Yeah, that's that, good. That is that makes the the day better. Getting a speeding ticket is just is such a hassle. But yours wasn't a speeding ticket. No, um, uh, it's kind of kind of trash move. But I haven't. My registration's been out for two months. That's for, September. Oh, that's not trash. Okay. Trash is like I, a year. I know, like, but uh, it's still like okay. Which is the, what I was where but I. But the guy, it was cool. I lived next to a school zone, and like, dude was shooting. Trying to catch, and they're never shooting radar there. But I drove by and like creeping by him, and he saw me. So he just pulled me over and kind of fucked with me for a minute. But could have been worse. I well, Will and I got pulled over for that like a month ago, or really right after the Fourth of July, I guess, because Will's been expired since April. And I texted him right after you told us what happened to you, and I was like, "You must get your car inspected today." Like, <sighs> it's so annoying. Yeah. So I got a new car in April. The the car that. My last car, the one that I traded in, the uh, <laughs> my registration had been expired for like nine months. Yeah. And they didn't say anything. Well, Will's, because he got that wreck in the, um, or somebody wrecked into him in the when he was literally like test driving cars. And so he went and got it fixed. He was waiting to do it then. I was like, why don't you just have them do it? This is just simple. Do they do places like that do it? Most places do. Oh. But there's like a Pet Boy's. Within walking distance from our house that he could yeah. do it at. Basically, what I'm saying is I just get a new car when my registration Yeah, you're just expires. like, eh. See, I've, I've, I'm, the- that's kind of what I've been holding out for. But <laughs> you're gonna, like, I'm, I'm just going to get a new car. I'm if you wait get- too long, it, it makes it extra, like, bothersome. You have to, like, go in. I if, think after six months, yeah, which Will's at right. the six-month mark, like, they make it really difficult. Yeah, you can't do it by mail anymore or whatever, yeah. however it works. I don't know. Yeah, it's annoying. Anyway... Glad you didn't get ticketed, Dave. Good for you. Yeah, I would have been. Count that as a win. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, that's how I'm spinning Well, it. that ticket, too, it's not that expensive. It's like, it's just, and you can go get it, like, taken off once you show them your registration, but you have to go down to the downtown courthouse. I've had to do that before. Parking like down there sucks, a too. a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, glad you didn't get a ticket. Just, you and Will can go get inspected together today. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to have to. That was a good time. So the Pet Boys, that's literally like <laughs> right next to In and Out. Yeah, mine. just FYI. I will probably do that. I'm all Guys, home. get your cars inspected. Don't get pulled over. It's a scam, though. Click it. Don't take it, it. It is a scam. It is a scam. You're just you're just paying the government every couple of years. However, what does it cost now? I don't even know. I mean, to get inspected, it's like twenty something dollars. It's it's, it's such. And a then scam. you've got to pay the registration fee, which I think is like seventy five dollars. It's just tax, is what it is. I, yeah, I mean it's it's a lot more legitimate to get pulled over for like speeding or re- like a traffic violation than it is yeah. just be like oh your stickers. Shut up, not you, but like people who. Yeah. Anyway, the hotline number eight 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 three six two mail. That's M A I L. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio. That's at Melon Podcast. You guys ready to roll? We have seven questions today, two of which. Our voicemails. Nice. Dave? Yo, D-Dogs and Sally. 
Not an approved nickname. Just want to editorialize there. Yeah. Yo, D Dogs and Sally. I'm going to Europe in a month for a guy's trip. Want to get some cool pics of myself there. How do I ask friends to take pictures of me for Instagram without getting roasted? Uh, I included this because I, I have this thought quite often. Like, I, I think of, like, you know, photo ops, and it's just, like, me and the school. I'm like, man, I can't just ask them to take a picture of me because I just feel really weird doing it. If I was shameless about it, I would have a much doper gram, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think it's really possible to do without getting roasted. No, you can't. Especially when you're with like the, the guys. With the guys. Girls are much more likely to just snap random pics of you yeah. without you even knowing. Or be willing to take a picture of you by yourself. Seeing like in the wild, people are like how the sausage is made. Like yeah. behind the scenes of people getting a, a, a picture, like a solo gram off or whatever. It is always so embarrassing. Like, I cringe every time I see it. Even though, like, when you see the finished product on their page, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a cool picture. Like, they set it up well, whatever. And there's nothing embarrassing about it then. But watching it actually happening in real life, for some reason, makes me cringe so hard. I mean, Austin is a, I would say, a blogger city. I, there's a <laughs> oh, couple God. bloggers who live that's here. terrible. Oh, yeah. And driving by when you see someone, you're like, I know they're taking a picture for their Instagram right yeah. now because they're an influencer. It is uncomfortable. And that's why I don't think I could ever be an influencer. I always like joke about it, but like I have, I I don't even mind talking into my phone on Instagram stories jokingly that like pisses Will off to no end that I actually feel like I can do, which is surprising because I feel like you look even more of an idiot yeah like that like just speaking to your phone but if i had to go out in front of like graffiti walls and be posing and someone snapping yeah. my pic like with like a really nice camera i just couldn't it's too much embarrassment i was on a plane one time and this girl she was probably a teenager she was i think she was flying alone though she had she had like a hood on she's kind of like punk rock type chick mm -hmm. and she took she was she sat in her seat on a plane she took a selfie of her like flipping off the the camera and like sticking her tongue out and I don't know why it stuck with me as one of the most like cringeworthy uh selfies I I've I ever recall um when people when you do it when it's a selfie it's it's much worse I think but god I, I don't know I, I to this sir I don't know that you're going to be able to do it without you just have to own it and be like yeah I need just need to get a, a a good picture off right now and you're not going to have to deal with it and just be like, yep, I'm doing it. I just have to be shameless about it. Right. if you try to play it cool, then that's you're just going to open yourself up even more to get Do roasted. you find that this... I feel like girls are a lot um, more forgiving to each other about this kind oh, of thing. Oh, absolutely. Because we all know you have to do it for the girl. Absolutely. That being said, uh, we went on a girl's trip to Cabo. This was a couple years ago. And <laughs> one of my friends... I'm not going to call her out on the podcast, but she was like taking pictures all over Cabo, like in front of the pool, blah, blah. blah. And we were just like dying laughing because at the time, like that was right when influencing started becoming a thing that we were like, what the hell is she doing? Like posting a picture of yourself five years ago when we went, it was probably five years, eh, four years ago was like, you're in Cabo. So why are you? with all your friends, why aren't you posting a picture of all your friends and you and Cabo yeah. versus like yeah. just you where now I feel like you need to have a, 
a good balance of like maybe some pictures of you and your friends, maybe a picture of your dog, maybe a picture of you and your spouse, maybe a picture of just you. You got to mix it up. I don't know that I have any pictures of just me on my page. I I have, okay, I have a couple. There's one. Any of the ones that I have, I think Will took. Okay, when I was in Europe, I kind of went off on just solo pictures of myself. That was funny. Um, So... Maybe that's why this guy's asking. He saw your you just Instagram. Have to, just, you just have to own it and just be a little shameless if you have to. It'll help. Yeah. I don't know, but you're going you're gonna to get roasted a little bit, but that's okay. Do it for the gram. Man, I don't, even, I don't know if I enjoy seeing people do this in the wild, like live, um, but it definitely leaves an impression. I mean, like, I, I just can't look away. It's like, ugh. Exactly. Ugh. It's pretty cringeworthy, but at the same time, it's so interesting to watch. It is, and like I said, when you see the finished product, like on someone's page, you don't think like, "Oh, what went, what went on behind the scenes here? Like, how did they set this?" But up? there's a very obvious formula to the girls who are influencers. If you look at their pages, especially when they're doing clothing, they have the same like four stances. So there's the tiptoe, one leg oh in front God. of the other, looking down. And then there is like the... What's the hand thing? Where they're like doing like a weird... They have their hand in this position. Right. Like a T-Rex natu- arm. Yeah. What is that? Not. What? Or or holding a purse like awkwardly like in front... Like a foot in front of you. Those yeah. are my favorite. So then when you see that happening, I always find that really hilarious. Because you can look at some of these influencers pages and they, they revert back to the same... A lot of them do... Like that stance, what I was just talking about, like the tiptoe, like they're taking a step forward, but they're really not. Then they do the mirror uh, selfie of like their outfit. Mm-hmm. Then they do the arm candy shot where they're holding a coffee, like a Starbucks iced coffee that then you have to see all their bracelets. I think this one's phasing out a little bit, but I always used to laugh at the girls who would turn like kind of their asses to the camera. Mm hmm. That's you don't see that as much as you used to, but I was like, like what you do I can't see imagine is if they're if the picture is being taken from the front, they stick their butt out so that their thighs their thigh gap looks bigger because as your butt is going backwards more, your thighs come. Got to hit them angles, huh? So you get those angles where they people think you have a great thigh gap, but really you're just sticking your ass out a lot. Like imagine just being so proud of your ass that. When someone pulls out a camera, you you turn your ass to it and like look over your shoulder like that like that's how you pose for a picture. Like, what are you doing? You're like an idiot. Yeah. Like we get it. You got you have a good that body. That was but like shut up. ten years ago. Was when all the celebrities were doing that thing where they would really hunch their back and suck in their um, chest so that their clavicle would show. Oh yeah, yeah. And it just looked like they had terrible posture, but it was because they were trying to make their. What their, a ridiculous society we live in. I know. Wow. Oh, man. Hopefully we, well, well, hopefully we gave question. that guy some tips. <laughs> I think we did. On how to pose in Europe. All right, Dave, let's do the next one. Switch gears. What's up, team? I have a golf question for you. Sorry, Sally. What is an acceptable average score a normal weekend golfer should aspire to in order to be considered respectable in all situations? For example, playing with a boss client, workouting, playing with a girlfriend's father, or even just getting paired with a random group of guys at a public course. I'm 30, and I've only been playing for about four years. I've had a few lessons and normally shoot mid to low 90s. I broke 90 for the first time this year, but I'm very capable of a bad outing in the hundreds. What's an average score someone like me should work towards to feel confident in any golf setting outside of just playing with your friends? 
I appreciate the thoughts. I'm going to go to the range and listen. Thanks, fam. If this guy's been playing golf for four years, he should be very pleased, I think, with low ninety, low to mid-90s, if that's what he's shooting like on a regular basis. There's no shame in that. I mean, I, I could go out right now, and I could shoot a 92, and I would be like, yeah, okay. I I've been, a, I've been playing 100 since, at Lost Pines. I've been playing since I was a kid. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't feel too bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't your best outing. No, it was not. Uh, I, I would feel totally fine with that, especially, I mean, four years, that, that's in golf, in the golf world, that's not a long time. Um, especially if you're breaking 90 every now and then, yeah, be For proud me, of that. You're in a perfect spot, and also, it doesn't really matter if you can score well. Like, yeah, that's cool, and everybody likes a dude who can play well. It's fun to play with a guy who knows what he's doing. But what really matters is your etiquette and how fast you play. Yeah, if you got to get around the course. Yeah, if you know how to get around a course and you play ready golf – and maybe you know how to you know how to gamble like you know wolf or you know games like that then that's a dude that people want to play with don't bring the squad down by by your play yeah there's there's been people that we've played with in the past that um i dreaded it being in a cart with them because they would they would ball hawk they would look for their ball for like three or four minutes Mm. it's like dude that's so far in there there's snakes in there what are you doing yeah um don't be that guy. Just be be ready to play. Bring it, you know, have your golf bag stocked full of golf balls and don't be afraid to uh, take a drop or an unplayable. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a, yeah, if you have a really bad swing, uh, I don't know, something about a guy with a terrible golf swing, it's just, it's just so off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, God, did you not ever play growing up? It's just like, it. I don't know, it. Sounds like have, he did not. Have a good enough golf swing. Oh, I know. I'm not talking about this guy in particular. This guy seems to be doing just fine, actually. But have at least a respectable golf swing. I just don't take you as, as seriously. If you don't, I don't know. That might be bad. Just know your game. Like, don't wait for a green to clear when you're, like, 270 out. Yeah. You know, and you think you're going to pull three wood and put it up there, like. Be smart if that's not your game, and yeah. don't try to do something you can't. Like you can't Dave do. said, the scoring isn't as important as just getting around the course and looking like you know what you're doing and, and keeping up with the pace of play. People will people will want to play with you again if you do that, even if you shoot like a 105. Like yeah, he 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 played like shit, but he got around. He, he didn't hold, hold us up, and he had you know we had a good time. Well said. Yeah, Dylan, what's that smell? Oh. It's pumpkin spice. <laughs> the leaves are crunchy. The breeze is crisp. It's officially onesie season. Hell yeah. It's officially fall. I mean, if you look at the calendar, it is officially fall, right? I believe so. It's okay. officially fall in most of the country except for Texas. It's still warm hey, here, Sally, yes. Look, it's back to school. That means fall, back from vacay. Everything Football. dies. Football. Very sad. Football's very fall Could not get here soon enough. Time to cuddle up. Me undies is the softest undies in the world. They know a little thing or two about cuddling up, okay? Let's just get that clear. Uh, When they say that their undies are soft, they mean they're softer than the foam on top of your pumpkin spice latte. Dylan's not drinking one now, but I bet he will be very, very soon. Oh, yeah. They mean they're softer than your favorite hoodie. Softer and cozier than drinking a warm mug of hot apple cider. Ooh. Softer than fall things. You get the idea. You know the drill. They got different prints, colors, and styles now. They got these, uh, oh, the five new silhouettes with the feel-free collection. That's for women. That's for ladies. Ooh, Sally, you listening? Mm-hmm. It's designed for 
every body type, and it's feather light waistband for you to feel free. That's what I love about I, I, their underwear. I, I'm wearing it right now. Full disclosure, it makes me feel free. I sleep in it. I got pizza slices on my on my pelvis right now. I'm partying. I wore my pizza once to the gym the other day. I got some looks in the locker room. You just walk around strutting it, yeah, yeah. Because like, you know, I'm pizza sure. is bay. This guy likes pizza. You're always saying, "Yas Queen, I love pizza." I don't say that. But. Uh, the the prints are fun, but they also offer the, just the classic colors. And you know what? They don't always play by the rules because they just launched white after Labor Day. You don't see that. No one's doing that. No, no. Except for that. me undies. Uh, they've got a great offer for our listeners. For any pers- first-time purchaser, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and the guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash mail-in. MeUndies.com slash mail-in. Check it out. Couldn't recommend them enough. Thank you, Dave. Let's do a voice mail-y. Hey, Malin gang, uh, quick question. I've just started seeing this girl for about a, a month or so, and she's great. Uh, cool personality, great sense of humor, professionally ambitious, all the good stuff. One sort of issue is that she isn't great at dressing herself, and I don't know if that's a deal breaker, but it's pretty darn close for me. I think it's indicative of a lot of personality traits. I'm just wondering, is there a good way to bring this up? Or how do I handle a situation where maybe she's not as fashionable as she could be? Love to hear your advice. Thanks. Okay. So the girl, she's great, but she dresses like shit. Um, I, I like almost never notice how a girl's dress. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Shoes, outfit, I, it doesn't register for me unless it's just like really, really bad. Yeah. And then it's it's pretty off putting. Um. Do you ever notice? Do you ever like notice how a girl dresses, Dave? Um, I, I notice. Bit. I notice more now because I talk with my wife about stuff that she's buying and stuff that she wears. So now I start to notice it on our group of friends, like little trends. Yeah. But when I was in my twenties, no clue. Yeah. Like when I was single, it's probably because Alyssa and I buy the same stuff and we're always nearly matching. Are you big <laughs> is that Z- true? Accidentally. Yeah, really? that, that's yeah. actually true. A lot of Zara, is that a thing? Zara made well. So here's here's something that I, I don't know how old this guy is. Did he say? Um, Didn't say. One thing that I think he will realize is the more you surround yourself with people who have certain styles, the more you start picking up what they're doing, um, which is why I think that a lot of people say, like, couples dress alike. Like, I definitely took on a lot of Will's attributes or, or like the way his style, um, which probably is not a good thing or at least I don't know. But then at the same time, Alyssa and I are around each other a lot. So when I notice Alyssa has something cute, I'm like, where'd you get that? And she'll say where she got it. And then I go shopping there and then I get something either the exact same or similar. So that in itself, her style may change just based on being around this guy and his friends and maybe some of his friends, girlfriends, et cetera, that maybe dress a little bit better. But that takes time, you know? I think you have to be with somebody for a long time for that to develop where you start being around friends and realizing, hey, maybe my kitten heels are, like, not okay because <laughs> <laughs> no one else is wearing them. But I also... Mm, 
I'm trying to think if I would um if I would be comfortable like letting her know. Like if I was really into someone, maybe we've been dating for a few months and like she just dressed terribly, but everything else about it was so great. But like, man, maybe we should just like tweak a few things. I don't know if I would feel comfortable doing that or not. Probably not. Well, you could always gift her clothes as presents for things that you like. Uh-huh. Um, like a circling back t-shirt or something like a circling back swimsuit or yeah. oh yeah um here's my question and i obviously this guy can't answer it but i i almost need a a better view on what she's wearing is it like she's wearing forever 21 bandage dresses and everyone else is wearing jeans and a a casual top you know what i'm saying is it tra- trash like that or is it trash like She's underdressed and everyone else is yeah. looking put together. Who doesn't know how to dress or for the occasion like, is it, type thing. I need to know, is it is it the brand she's wearing that looked cheap or she doesn't know how to dress for the occasion or whatever she's doing just doesn't look put together? Because th- those are all different things, you know? I guess at the end of the day, you have to decide, do you want to say anything to her? I personally don't know that that is a good idea unless... She just is looking like an idiot in front of everyone. Because if it's just bothering you because it's not your personal style, I wouldn't bring it up. I think hopefully it'll just correct itself over time. Yeah. But if she looks stupid, like if you're showing up to places and people are like looking at her like, what is that girl wearing? And really I'm talking about, we're in our 30s now. If we all went to a bar and some girl showed up with like tits out, bandage dress on, full high heels, and all of us are what wearing is a bandage jeans. dress? Like one of those like form fitting, like they call them body con dresses. Like they like okay. really suction your body. Okay. You know, if, if she's showing up like that, like looking like a thought and everyone else is wearing <laughs> like t-shirts, you right, know, or, right. or jeans and something casual, that's where I might say something to be like, hey, babe, uh, you know, this is more of a casual scenario. Do you agree that girls dress for other girls and not for guys? Absolutely. Okay. So, her, you saying that you, you don't love the way she dresses may not even matter to her. Right. I, I, I dress for everyone, but I, I know for a fact that if I go somewhere and we're all together, Alyssa will either remember that I owned this and have worn it before or notice that it's new and none of you, I could wear it all week long and none of you would bat an eye or notice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, man. If I, like I said, I, I just don't notice outfits on girls unless they're just egregiously bad. Right. And I have before, like I, like I, I could tell you people who I think just dress absolutely terrible. Um, But for the most part, yeah, it's just totally off my radar. If she's just like she, out in her own universe wearing crazy shit and you're just like this, I can't be seen with her in public, maybe mention it. But if it's more of a just personal style thing, I think you try to nudge her by maybe going shopping with her and like yeah. buying her Man, things that you the like. The most attractive thing to me is when a girl looks like her best with like without trying, like in a t-shirt. And, right. You know. Effortless love like that's like the biggest turn on for me love mm-hmm. it okay hey let's do the next one hey dylan dave and sally after graduating college this may i decided to fight back against the growing bulge in my stomach and i've been working out daily for the past three months although i've been really building up muscle a bit 
I can't seem to shake off my beer belly pudge. I haven't really changed my diet since I started working out. Wanted to know if you had any diet suggestions or if I just need to buckle down and get ready for a solid year of eating nothing but chicken breast, broccoli, and brown rice. Thanks. Thanks. The first thing I want to say to this dude is it's only been three months. Like, if you have a a gut, it's not going to... I mean, you shouldn't start to notice a change in your body by now, obviously. But you're not going to get rid of a gut in three months. But I also think that your gut is more... um, Dietary? Dietary. Yeah, Oh, it absolutely is. I think that when I am trying to get fit, I notice the most about bloating, etc., from dietary only and not exercise, which I was going to say to this guy anyway, it's 80% diet. I mean, working out is very helpful. Good job. But if you, you're trying to lose gut, you gotta, you gotta get abs are made in the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, obviously you have to, you have to change your diet. I, I don't think I eat, I don't eat that well, but I, I do cut out stuff. Like like that's Mm -hmm. like when I say I, I don't eat, Super healthy, but I don't eat that unhealthy. I just don't, I don't, you know, go eat burgers and pizza all the time and, and fried chicken. I, I do occasionally, of course, but yeah, I focus more on what I don't eat than like eating just baked chicken and broccoli right. all the time. I, I just can't do that. Eating chicken breast and broccoli and brown rice is going to make him go crazy. Crazy. And then he's going to binge eat. If I eat. If I eat that for one meal, I can't think about that meal for like the next two weeks. Yeah. It like grosses me out. That's, that's going to... Make him go off the rails. Yeah. So just cut out the bad shit. My advice is, and I I say this all the time too, especially, you know, you can really buckle down if you want to, but because you're already working out, you could probably still get away with eating well on weekdays and then letting go more on the weekends. That tends to work for most people. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. Like an 80 20, you know? But I also think, one, I'm not going to suggest any sort of diet. I know that people, want to do keto or I've, I'm always a big whole 30 like proponent, but I'm not going to suggest that. I think the best thing he can do is get like weeknight meals and maybe do a little bit of meal prepping that he can do on Sunday that stuff that's healthy that he likes. Like maybe you're a salad guy, like learn how to make a good salad or learn how to use your crock pot or whatever and do stuff that you're not going to get sick of immediately. And then, do that for five days a week and then maybe cheat a little bit on Saturday if you yep. want to. Cutting out drinking on the weeknight is a big Yeah, thing. I was going to say, this guy, he mentioned he has a beer belly pudge. So if you are drinking a lot of beer, like, yeah, that's going to put on weight mm-hmm. in your midsection for sure. I mean, that's an easy switch is just stop drinking beer for a while and go to just straight vodka beer. sodas, tequila sodas. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. But uh, the other, my other thing is find... The easiest thing for like recipes, especially for postgrads and guys, is to find food bloggers on Instagram. And a lot of them do like really easy, like five ingredients or less meals. One of my personal favorites is Define Dish. Uh, I also like No Crumbs Left. All these people like do pretty easy, like Primal Gourmet. All of them do like quick, easy kind of, um, and they all have like tutorials in their stories and stuff. So you can kind of see how they're, making what they're making and so if you do something like that then it might give you a little more variety because i think variety is very important versus him just eating broccoli brown rice and chicken he's gonna lose his mind totally agree dave but yeah also just be patient man it's been three months yeah 
Probably didn't work out much at all in college, did you? Dave, you got anything? Uh, pretty much what y'all said. I would say cut three things. Alcohol, sugar, fast food. And when I say cut alcohol, like what Sally said, stop drinking like 12 Bud Lights and right. drink something like a clear, you know, that's mixed with like uh, water or something or sparkling water. You know, d- just yeah. little things like that because that's a beer belly. It's called a beer belly for a reason. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fast food, you know, shitty fast food during on weeknights that that can derail you. Yeah. Like those last few abs, if you're, you know, one of those guys who works out and you can't see it, it's like, oh, that's all diet. Like you said, yeah. um, it's hard. Dude. It's really hard, especially in your thirties. Yeah. That's why very few people look that way. It's, it's a miserable life eating chicken and broccoli and rice. And I feel like I, the payoff is not that good. I do no, not. What, you look dope in a photo. Then what? I do not envy those people at all. Like I know no. you have like extreme discipline and you eat you eat like just for fuel and you look great, but like I like to enjoy the things I eat. It's like a it's it, a pretty big part of my life. To actually. me, as long as I'm looking good in my and feeling good in my clothes, what I look like in a swimsuit matters for maybe a couple months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And even then, I'm not willing to go full throttle like macro, micro, nutrients, et cetera, et cetera to try to make that happen because I just, the payoff for me is not that great. It's all about the lifestyle that it you want. Is. Some people are just like, just obsessed with yeah, just trimming body fat and looking lean. Good for them. Yeah. Maybe it makes them happy. I don't know. All right. Next voicemail. Sally, Dylan, Dave. Thinking recently because I saw something about the uh, movie Bruce with Million. So if you're unfamiliar in this uh, movie, a guy is given 30 days where he has to spend $30 million. And if he can do it successfully, he'll inherit $300 million. But there are caveats, like I think he can only give 5% to charity, and he can't have any assets related to it left over within the 30 days. Like, he couldn't just buy an entire car collection because he's not allowed to have any new goods. Do you think you could do this? And if so, how would you? Thanks. Have a great day. Okay, so that answers one of my questions about this. Right. What was your question? I, I was going to say, could you give it all to charity? Okay. No. So, obviously. So, not. you have 30 days to spend $30 million. You can't have any, like, you can't buy anything that's, like, a tangible asset. Right. Um, you have to spend all of it, and then you get $300 million if you do. I could absolutely do this. I don't think, I don't think it's, it's doable. What, it's what would you so sp- doable. I mean, you, I, I would go on lavish vacations no, and, and you, have, like, you the go most on expensive a 30-day... Trip to Monaco. You run a yacht for the whole time. You're a million dollars a day. Yeah. Is what it is. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. How are you going to spend the money? First of all, some of these yachts that are like off of the the coast of Saint-Tropez and stuff. Okay. There was a yacht. And just tip the staff like $400,000 a day. Some of it like costs like. Okay. So the, there was a giant yacht in Harbor Springs. I mean, this is Harbor Springs, Michigan. Tipping could be. The key here. Right. That was, that was, um, I think it was $750,000 a week. And this was Harbor Springs. Okay. So I'm saying you go to freaking the Mediterranean okay. off the Amalfi coast. Fly or first class. Sandra, no, you rent a, you get a private well, you plane. Get there. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. Okay. You, oh, you, private plane. You charter a G6 and that, you invite 12 friends. You get private security detail. This is so simple. So you have security detail. You've got like 10 of your closest friends. You get on a yacht that costs a shitload a week. And then you also 
stay in hotel rooms that like are costing you thousands of dollars a night, maybe like the $30,000 penthouse. You do that for a full month. You're throwing around money for Dom. Like that'd be a fun month. That'd be a fun, <laughs> fun month. I'm and then telling you get 300 million at the end of it. And maybe, yeah, maybe it is. Doable. You can give the 5% know. to charity. Because my original answer is like, just give it all to charity. And then I was like, there's got to be a caveat about yeah. that. So give 5% to charity. And then I think you just ball so hard. I mean, they also, here's the question. Can you give it as gifts to other people? Like, can you buy someone a diamond necklace? I think that would fall into the charity thing. Like, probably yeah, not. you probably can't do that. I'm just saying. It's like you'd spend it on services, basically. You could That's, go you ball home. hard in the south of France and or Dubai. And make this go by real quick. Imagine how, how good you'd be eating for that 30 days. I'm telling you, Saudi princes spend. Okay. You know what? You talked me into it. I, I didn't. I, yeah. I was a $30 thinking, like, million vacation. Dollar vacation. Yeah. A $30 million 30-day I mean, vacation. At the time, $30 million seems like a lot to spend. But when you get down there and you start doing really dope shit, you helicopter everywhere. You just... You hel- you get your helicopter, you the helipad on your yacht, and then you just helicopter to places, you come back, and then you charter the plane home. Easy. Damn, you talked me into it. Yeah. I didn't think it was doable. Yeah, it's doable. I just buy Bitcoin. But then you don't ha- then you have the asset. <laughs> it's not tangible. It's a, yeah, it's big it's crypto. <laughs> it's crypto. <laughs> um most expensive yacht rentals. I'm. I, I guarantee you, whatever the like, it's the that one like Russian or Saudi prince who has a yacht that's like some crazy, crazy yacht you could rent for several million in a night. When it comes to the world's most expensive yacht charters, and this is from Lux, Luxuo.com. Uh, it's hard to top Camper and Nicholson's Super Yacht Moonlight 2 at $900,000 a week. Okay. So that's like, that's top end. Okay, so you're... Basically, let's say, a, for the sake of the argument, a million dollars a week okay, so for the yacht. Okay, so you're spending $4 on a yacht. Okay, you still have a lot of money to spend, Sally. Yeah. That is you got a it. How much does it cost to, like, charter a... It, it's not a million dollars. A PJ? It's not a million dollars. And then you get a security detail. This is going to be tough. Like, that's the most expensive vacation we can think of, right? Is is renting a yacht. No, it's not just the yacht rental. It's like where you are. I know, like I know, I know. You still have to make up a lot can of money. Can you gamble on... it? No. No. What if you win? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. What if, you, yeah. what if you end up in the green? You're like, uh, shit. We made, we made a lot of money accidentally. Uh, this is going to be tough, Sally. Because... I still think it's doable. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I think I you have to go it. to like. I don't know. I mean, you can't. You can't just like tip, right? Because I was thinking like that'd be no. An but easy I think way to you go it. on a trip with your friends and you just do crazy, crazy shit. You can't spend that much. Though. I think you can. Like it. Imagine how hard it would be to spend like thirty grand on a dinner. Like that's hard to do. It's not that hard. And that's that's not even coming close to what you need to spend. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if you are. You gotta spend a million dollars a day. I know. Also, if you're cruising this yacht around everywhere, it takes a lot of gas. So you gotta fill that puppy up again. Oh, the charter the, the charter cost it includes fuel. The, I'm pretty sure. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it does not. On the yacht? Yeah. I don't know, because like a private jet does not. Like if yeah. you were to rent one, I think you have to pay for the fuel. 
Yeah. I believe. What? Yes. There's yeah. no way. They were talking about this this yacht in Harbor Springs was $750,000. It's built into the price. Just no, like your plane ticket anywhere you go. To, to they don't charge you for fuel. But that is, you're flying commercial. You're not doing it privately. You When you do stuff privately, you have to pay for the fuel. I think when they say like oh, it's going to cost you ten grand to fly to New York and back, I think fuel's probably included in that. I could be wrong. I know what I'm doing. Tell me. I'm buying a bunch of rollback. Fuck the rules. <laughs> uh, Will is outside, and he said, "I'm outside. You 100 percent have to pay extra for filling up yachts with the gas when you rent. It's a huge deterrent for people looking into doing it." Who said that? Will. You just currently. texted him. No, he's outside the door. He can hear us talking about oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that so weird. weird. Will, that's weird, man. That's why people don't just charter yachts all the time because they've got to fill them up. Okay, but still. I'm you telling have, you. This is going to be, I don't, I, look, I don't think you can do it. I'm going to crunch the numbers and I'm going to come back next week showing how I can spend a million dollars. Your meals have to average like 200000 per meal. It, this is, buy some doable. intangible assets. Like, you can't. Uh, I thought you could buy intangible. I thought you couldn't buy tangible. No, I mean, it'd be easy to just buy like $30 million in, in Apple stock, but you, that, oh, you can't okay. do that. You know? I thought he just said tangible, but whatever. That makes it a lot harder if it's like no assets, I guess. Yeah. You just got to go blow cash. Look, I, I think you're, I think you're going to have like, can like you a pay week off left. Your debt? I think you're going to have a week left a with, like, with like twenty mil, <laughs> $22 million left to spend. No, nothing like that. It's okay. got to be like on just like fun services, basically. I'm telling you. South of France, I can make this happen. All right. People are doing it. I'm, I guarantee you people are spending a million dollars a day in South France. I don't know. I don't know if that it's doable. But I'm going to buy 25,000 polos from Roback. <laughs> Performance tees, hats, quarter zips, all that. I'm so pumped. I'm going to New York to play golf this weekend. Going to be rocking my Roback quarter zips. Really looking forward to it. You guys have heard us talk about them. You've seen us wear them. Their hats on the golf course, work out in the gym, and their uh, performance shirts. Roback.com, R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. Right now, you can use promo code RANDY20. That's promo code RANDY20 for 20% off your order. That's fantastic. And as you guys may know, I've been honoring this. If you send me a snap or a DM proving that you used code RANDY20, I'll send you a real-time live in-game Photo of Randy. Wow. Live in-game betting. Live in-game Randy. You won't get that. Basically the same thing. You won't get that anywhere else, folks. Nowhere else. Randy20, that's rollback.com. Check it out. Dylan's always rocking him. I'm always, we wear the same stuff to the gym. It's embarrassing. We, we match. Except for it's not. We it's look pretty great. cute. Let's do the next one. Yep. Big fan of the show. Listening since day one. Relationship question for the pod. I dated a girl for about five months. Things fizzled out in January because she thought we had gone too fast and she wanted a break. No communication since then until recently when she texts me asking to grab dinner and drinks to catch up. She was a great girl and I enjoyed my time with her. So is this just a friendly catch up or is it possible she's looking for something more? Any idea what the move is? It is absolutely not just a friendly catch up. Never in the history of civilization has... Someone that you've like fizzled with or dated in the past, want to catch up like down the line just to like see how you're doing. No, and this is pretty recent. Unless, unless it was like a really long relationship and you like y'all became like good friends, or whatever, whatever. Um, but no, she definitely wants to rekindle. Here's a question: Is she pregnant? 
<laughs> wow. Wait, January? Kidding. January, she would have like almost no, had the baby. It's September. No, no. She's not. She would have told him by now. What if what if she comes with a baby? Then that's all kinds of fucked up. Yeah. Mm. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Uh they did move too fast. She wants to rekindle. There's a hundred percent chance. I'm sorry. I don't know that or she wants I'm to rekindle, sorry. but maybe she wants to she wants look the at the up. option of it. She wants the hookup. I think you I think the move is you see what she wants. Like you don't I'm not saying leave it all up to her, but I'm saying don't go in there with this expectation that she wants to rekindle because what if she really is like, what if she joined a cult and she's trying to get you to join? You also just shoot her a text and be be like, hey, what is this meetup about? (laughs) Just ask her. Like, you you just want to, you really just want to catch up? I might do that. Yeah. See what she says. What's the craziest thing she probably wants? What you just said is she joined a cult and she's (laughs) recruiting you. Like a suicide cult. What's what's worse? She's part of a suicide cult or she has a baby that's yours? (laughs) Uh, What's worse for you or for her? (laughs) Because the answer is different for each. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, neither of those are good options, but I would would prefer that she she be in a cult, I think, if if I'm the guy. (laughs) Then... Like a surprise, like your surprise. I gotta father. recruit five people before <laughs> October. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe she has she joined a pyramid scheme. She wants you to join that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. she's just in sales. First rule: of sales, maintain relationships. Yeah. Uh, she she wants to she wants to talk about rekindling or see if there there's a spark still there. And if that is the case, and you still like her, then think about it. But don't go into it with all this pride, like we can't make this happen, and then let nothing happen. Yeah, here. Feel it out. Feel it out. See how you feel. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's uh, let's switch gears Join one more cult. time. All right. We have one more, and then are you gonna have a bonus question I for do us? Have a bonus okay. Question. We have one question, and then this Sally's sounds bonus like question. a bonus question, but it's not. So this we're gonna. Is this is basically question. double bonus. If you could ride any animal into battle, what animal would you choose, and why? I'm just gonna go straight off the cuff here. I have no idea why, but as soon as I saw this question, I was like, Rhino. I'm riding a Rhino. Okay. I'm just thinking of animals that would just look dope if you rode them into like a <laughs> battlefield. Rhino was was actually one of mine too. Yeah. I don't even know are really we, what rhinos are capable of, how fast they are, like if they could kill other animals, but I that was my knee-jerk reaction to that question. Under this hypothetical hypothetical, can we just assume that the animal won't harm us like they're on our team? Yeah, you you yeah. okay. For yeah, purposes yeah, yeah. you've tamed it. Because because a polar bear is one too. Yeah, that's a that's a hard looking animal. A polar bear is a bad bad animal. What's the softest looking but animal like also, you ride in and like it, if you were if you were to ride a, a polar bear in a battle, it's kind of like a piggyback situation which is kind of tight. I know they they like they run on all fours, but they can stand up too. Yeah. Yeah, that's That'd be all tight. about how you want to enter the battle. Polar like, bear's a good one. Imagine like like oh here comes Dylan he's piggyback right on a polar bear like that's <laughs> I'm uh I'm going with like a condor or falcon like some large very large eagle. Okay. Um, I don't think have, a, I don't think there's a bird big enough that can hold you up. Maybe the condor. A thunderbird. A thunderbird? Well, that's not like a real. It's like a mythical animal. But okay, how about this? So um, for my battle, my hypothetical battle, it's a naval battle, and I am on a great white shark. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that that works too. Okay, but okay. Here's my other question: the softest, 
What's the softest animal you ride in on? People are like, like a koala bear. <laughs> I don't know. A what sloth? If you just came in on like a giraffe. You're just like, here's my giraffe. A golden retriever. A gazelle, <laughs> a gazelle maybe. Just something that just gets killed on like National Geographic constantly. Like a, a I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think it'd be really funny. If a Dylan- poodle. <laughs> golden, a golden doodle, let's be honest. No, but you can't ride on a golden doodle. Like an animal that you could uh, actually ride on. A liger? No, but riding it on like a cheetah or something would be pretty dope. You can't ride a cheetah. They're too small. A leopard? Are leopards bigger? I think the biggest or the smallest cat that could support a human is probably like a tiger. And then, and then I think it'd still struggle. Yeah. I think a tiger would have no problem. No, tigers tiger, are pretty big. Those things are fucking units. Okay, here it's it not, is. It's not going to like here's, fully Here's the softest you animal you could ride in. A miniature horse. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so, that'd be like comedic relief though. Like we're supposed to kill this guy, but he's on a little horse. I he's think that's funny. Moving so slow on a miniature horse. The obvious that no one that said thing. is elephant. I mean, that's been done. Yeah. That's been done, but like, but I feel like it'd be kind of easy to like take an elephant out. You just like slash its legs. A rhino would be tight. Rhino's tight. Nothing really, you don't really hear about rhinos getting murked. Like they always, it's always like a really sad, like their watering hole dried up. And they yeah. just fucking Are you talking slowly. about hippos? Which is the, I don't know, rhinos too. Which is the rare breed of rhino that, that there are like three left? Is it the white rhino? Probably the white rhino. Yeah. It's like sad. you don't really, you never see lions going after rhino. I'm just picturing Dave entering battle with the squirrel on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, He's okay. like, hey, here's my pet squirrel. Like a little I like uh, the sugar shark. glider. I like the shark, Dave. <laughs> yeah, the shark is might be difficult. Like he's gonna take me. He's gonna dip me. I gotta be prepared yeah. to like hold my breath. Yeah, maybe yeah. You have some scuba equipment. Yeah. yeah. You know wow. I'm going tank. Of course. Got to get certified. If my bonus question is as fun as that question was. What is it? Okay, so. You live to the age of 100, right? And okay. for the last 70 years of your life, you can either retain the mind or the body of a 30-year-old till you're 100. What are you choosing and why? Huh. So you're 100 years old with your 30-year-old mind or you're 100 yeah. years old with your 30-year-old body. I think one of the worst things about getting old is having to look at yourself like naked in the mirror. Um, I don't, uh, probably mind. I got to go mind. Yeah, I'm going to go mind. Yeah, it's the mind. Alzheimer's scares the shit out of me. Right, like dementia, things like that yeah. really scare me. Being dementia sharp. scares me. But then at the same time, you could say like, what if your body's deteriorating and you have this really sharp mind? I feel like that's also sad, you know? Like, what if you were 100 and you were, brilliant not brilliant but like you were just sharp as a tack but like you couldn't do anything because your body is completely deteriorated it's a hard one yeah because i think most people would say oh mind because they don't want to seem like they're really narcissistic and like want a hot bod but you also got to think like what's the flip side of that you know i'm gonna go mind uh i'm still gonna say mind but i'm just saying that's that's what the question's about yeah, I get it. You know it. what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Because it would suck to just be sitting there but unable to do anything for yourself, but you're still super with it. Yeah, but it would also be 
really strange to have the body of a 30 year old and be like all fit and hot and like you're just like aloof and confused but and don't remember but names. You, maybe you just people think you're like a 30 year old with like a really low IQ. I mean, is that the worst thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. People just wouldn't know what's going on with you. They'd just be like, eh. Like, I met this guy. He's really hot, but he just acts like an old man. I, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, actually, he's 95. <laughs> 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 it's just weird to think about. I don't know. It's a hard one. Oh. <sighs> That was fun. I have a little shameless self plug that I need to do real fast. Lay it on us. Um, in October, I am going to Guatemala with a mission trip called Austin Smiles, and we are doing um, operations on kids who have cleft lip palates. Okay. And I today, which will be on Thursday for the people listening to this podcast, we'll have a GoFundMe link in my Instagram um, bio at Sally Young that you can donate to, to help support me and other people going on this trip. So please donate. Even if it's like a dollar, I will love you. We'll tweet it out too. How about that? Yeah, we'll tweet it out. Um, Anything that after what pays for me to go is going to be donated to the organization. So very cool, really cool stuff in Guatemala, but, I am a poor student and can't afford to pay my own way. So please help me out, you guys. I think we can do that. I think they will do that. Thanks. The people. You guys have fun? I had a good time. I cannot wait <laughs> okay. to go train a rhino. <laughs> uh, one more time, the hotline number, 888-362-6245. We're right in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.